do you think there's something to that? Like, is in so, do you think cake, you shouldn't, you're meant to have cake and share it with friends and you're not meant to talk or something? Well, We're eating cake, by the way. You're meant to have cake and eat it. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But, like, so, um, Rich's wife, Fiona, has made pumpkin and nutmeg cupcakes. Yeah. yeah. Mm, delicious. But I was just bemoaning how hard it is to do a podcast with cake in your mouth. But something tells me we'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, we're doing it. It's happening now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's currently rolling. So surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Just something about cake, like I say, it just fills my mouth up mm. with, like you know, too much to talk. Hi, you're listening to Living La Vida Loca. <laughs> no, we're eating cake. Wait a minute. What you started to do the intro? You don't do the intro. You can do the intro if you want to, though. Do oh, I've already done it. Oh shit! It's okay. happened. Yeah, I missed okay. it. That's fine. I'm Rich. I'm uh, Faz. <laughs> it's gone wrong. Uh, see, already I'm like trying to store the cake into my cheeks rather than ch- get through it. Yeah. And get on with the podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm storing yeah. it. So I'm going into squirrel mode over there. <laughs> you see, unfortunately, if I start making you laugh while you're trying to eat cake as well, it's, it's, I'm going to choke on it. I'm going to need the rest of my Pepsi Max mango from last time. <laughs> um, I need it. Um, okay. So, monkeys. Monkeys, yeah. That's Let's fine. Let's talk monkeys. That's yeah. Let's go ape shit. Um, <laughs> so, I like monkeys. Do you like monkeys? Uh, oh, you not... Well, I don't actively dislike them. I don't wish harm to monkeys. Um, but I've... right, without wishing to sound too wanky, right? I was on a holiday once, mm. um, and uh, we were in Cambodia. We were lucky enough to go to Angkor Wat, right? Yep. You know, big jungly temples and all that kind of stuff. Yep. They had a marathon on. Like early one morning, monkey marathon. No, oh. but marathon runners running past monkeys. Yeah, I mean that's good enough for me. One marathon runner, close to the end of the race, decided to try and eat a banana to fuel his, you know, journey <laughs> to the to the finish line. I'm sorry. I kid you not. One of these monkeys, <coughs> properly like bared fangs, started waving like <laughs> like properly going literally ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> This marathon runner, to the extent he had to just like throw the banana down, keep running, and he looked really disappointed. I and the monkey got a banana. I'm so happy you told that story. That's... I've been saving that for a fucking fortnight. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I've been that close to telling you that story. Uh, yeah, so I was like, yeah. you know what? No, couldn't wait to tell the monkey story. That's me on this podcast. Yep. Oh man, but like, you know, fucking uh, vicious. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna come to that point that real life monkeys. And nowhere near as fun as video game or movie or cartoon monkeys, are yeah. they? But no, they're not. Everyone, everyone makes out monkeys are nice and fun, like a boo from Aladdin. And actually, they're just fucking bastards, mostly. Yeah. You know, they they get on your car at the safari park and rip your aerial off that, yeah. back in the 90s on your Ford, Ori- Ford Orion. <laughs> now, that's what you used to do. Oh, wind the windows up before the monkeys jump in and chew you and give you tetanus or something. Oh, but I want that to happen, Dad. No, you don't, you fucking idiot. All right, Dad, sorry. Are you having a flashback? <laughs> Maybe. It's the cake. Um, yeah, so monkeys in real life can do one, is yep. what we're saying. Yeah. Monkeys in video games, Welcome. No, I can also do one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, monkeys in video games peaked with Time Splitters 2. Yes. And he had a gun. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's en- end of discussion, really, isn't it? Okay. So, <laughs> uh, <we're... laughs> I love how you're just going with that. Three minutes, 50, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, I, I can't think... It, well, let's, let's, let's at least ruminate on that. On monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that's yeah, monkeys. Well, that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> I still can't get over how good your monkey story was. So, yeah, if you think that that is true, then what we're about to say is probably going to be bad reviews on some games about monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were so not into this podcast. Like it's just like yeah, this is the. You could have told me before we started recording for people. You were like, I'm not going to give a fuck about this. This is way more entertaining. <laughs> Uh, right, so what are you reviewing and what am I reviewing? I'll go first, but you tell me what you're reviewing I first. Am, I am reviewing Super Monkey Ball Banana Splits. And that is for the Vita. PS Vita. Um, uh, emphasis on the Z in Splits, by the way. Yeah. That is the level we are talking. Uh, did you ever watch the Banana Splits? That was like a... Na, 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 na. No, I was more of a Bananas in Pyjamas. That's, uh, as, that's yeah. as far as I go with Bananas. They're still around, you know, in a really weird, freaky CGI mode. And oh, it's like, no, that's not and, right. But to be honest, like, the storylines are really fucked. That is in, like, you know, like... They don't make... Like, I think one time they were trying to make a cloud cry to get rain... But it just like there's some weird character, even weirder than Banana One, Banana Two characters in that yeah. thing. Like I highly disrecommend whatever that Was might it be. All revolving around wearing rhyming <laughs> items of clothing. No, not enough. Not enough for me. Mm. There wasn't enough of that. Um, so yeah. Anyway, splits Z. That's yep. where we got to from there. Yep. Uh, and I am reviewing Ape Academy. Ape Escape, Ape Academy, or is it just Ape Academy? It's different in a lot of different countries, but it's the the spin off of Ape Escape party uh-huh. game, Ape Academy. Right. There we go. So Good. not Ape Escape P, which is right. the PlayStation portable port of the first Sorry, game. Is that Ape Escape? Escape E, as in Escape E E, Escape <laughs> no, P. P. Right. Okay. How right. shit is that as a escape title? Escape Space P. How did they let that title escape P? Escape into the wild. <laughs> Ape Escape P. Ape Escape P. The letter P was the Rather PlayStation portable. portable. Or... Yeah, I know. Or Ape Escape PSP or anything. It was just Ape Escape P. It was the port of the 1999 PlayStation 1 game huh. to the PlayStation Portable, which actually was quite favourably reviewed. I, I never played say, it. I didn't the, know that. Yeah. I never played it for the PSP because Ape Escape yeah. as a concept was based uh, it was effectively just a tech demo for say, both analog, analog sticks, both analog sticks. Yeah. the two analog sticks that you got with your PlayStation 1 <laughs> controller eventually and, yeah <laughs> yeah oh they, I don't I think I bought a play I was lucky cuz I, I got a PlayStation 1 uh, like pretty much as analog sticks were in uh, do you know what I mean like right, and I right. think I was yeah. uh, that was when I first got my PlayStation Sure, it was like ninety nine that I got my PlayStation because it wasn't that long after I got my PlayStation two. My mum was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> the reinvestment. Um, but yeah. So anyway, Ape Academy is the PSP uh, party game, Ape Escape. Right. So not even full fat Ape Escape. No. Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, bit weird. I won't, yeah. I won't, I won't lie. Um, because I didn't. Really, did I? I was gonna say, I didn't realize I needed this game. I still don't realize I need this game. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it it's set in the ape escape world, right? And you Such are, as it is, yeah, and effectively, you, the ape you, escape verse, <laughs> P, um, and you are the uh, you're an evil, you're one of the monkeys that's had the, I guess, the time. Sort of brain siren <laughs> thing of like, <laughs> do 
Did you ever <laughs> ever hear yourself? <laughs> yeah, I have to review the podcast before we, we say it. It's a wild, and I have to listen. And a lot of the time, it sounds better than it did when it came out. Um, I so, can't wait to hear this one. Yeah, the siren thing, brainwashing my Bobby thing on top of the monkeys yeah. that caused them to escape. Yeah, I think it did. I know very little about this series. Oh, basically. you never played Escape? Not really. Oh, no. right, okay. As far as I got with it was the uh, the little um, add-in they had for Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was fun, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, Have you heard that that's not, in, that's not been kept in the Master Collection? You that's know? hardly a surprise, though. I know. I've heard really bad things about the... MGS Master Collection, like, yeah. in, where it's just like they've done nothing to it and we're charging £60, and you think they would do something. Like, is it like... I don't know, considering what we were saying last time about Symphony of the Night and the GTA trilogy and stuff mm. like that, like I, I can see the argument for not doing mm. much. But... Yeah, I get it, but taking the but monkey f- thing I out, was gonna, the monkey yeah. thing was really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. so Ape, Ape Escape. Um, I only played the first game as the mainline games, and it was it was pretty good. Like, as in, I've got it, in fact. Um, but I, and I was almost thinking about playing it again for this, but I thought, no, no, Ape Academy really needs the focus. <laughs> you don't want too many monkeys. <laughs> there was too much Ape Escape. Um, but I, remember, I had really fond memories. It was, in fact, I think the copy I've got might still even be the copy that I had initially all that time ago because it's still got EB written on it and I think I spoke about this recently <laughs> in the podcast maybe at some point where that means electronic boutique yeah and that was the forerunner that or pre whatever it was requisite I don't know what I'm talking about anymore of <laughs> some of the gaming shops that are you know game for example that are on the high street now but um yeah so I think that um it was it was a good it was a good series you know as a mainline series this I don't know if they needed to make spin-off party games, but they have. Yeah. And they made two of them for the PSP. Really? <laughs> yeah. They got a sequel? It snuck by you, didn't it? it was well, waving, <laughs> waving a banana in the air, throwing <laughs> shit at you. Um, so the idea is that you are one of the bad monkeys and you, Spectre, who is the evil villain of the piece, who is kind of half man, half monkey. I feel like he's a monkey that's got a man's brain. The less I know about this, the better it sounds. Because like, yeah. it's a little bit more fun. And <laughs> he's actually his voice. He's voiced by. There's going to be some. There's going to be like nobody listens to this. Let's get this reference. But he voices the person who voices him. Voices Gra- Grandmaster Glitch in Go Jetters, a CBB's <laughs> production. <laughs> like, so for those crossover people, if anybody at all listens to this podcast and has ever played Abe Academy or intends to. And also has watched or intends to watch Go Jetters. We our Venn diagrams are currently, you know, all over each other. Unlock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Inspector basically is training you as one of his evil monkeys to be evil um, by so doing party games. Don't by doing party games, but the party games are like a tra- like a Rocky montage sort of dissected. Um, so you have to do the tutorial the tutorial is basically just a effectively a version of Parappa the Rapper where Uh you get symbols moving across the screen while this big giant red monkey shouts at you in a superhero's outfit it's really weird Um, (laughs) and you're just training on the beach but weirdly enough coming back to Metal Gear Solid just like Peace Walker there is a there's a sequence in Peace Walker where you train to do Snakes 
CQC. Yeah, on the, the beach. Start that at the beach. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Exact same thing is happening with these monkeys. Is that deliberate? Could, could that be well, a deliberate Of course nod? it could be. But also at the same time, but when were they released? I well, need to look that's at the thing, because if you end up with Ape Escape in Metal Gear Solid 3... Yeah, it kind makes of sense. Sense reason that maybe Absolutely makes sense, favor, yeah. But it's almost like at the same time... Um, Utterly you, pointless and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, <laughs> another utterly and pointless, ridiculous sort of feature of this game is that um, you can play multiplayer by passing the PSP around. Like with worms or something? Yeah, I get that it's portable, but worms, you can definitely do that with worms. Whereas with yeah. this, it was a bit like you just do a part of game and pass it to your mate across the room who does another yeah, version of the part point. of the game, whatever. It just yeah. it seemed really strange. I didn't understand that as a concept. Mm. Um so you you play again, I don't know why you do this. You go through um school years effectively in, in the academy, up right. to seven years, and in each school year, you play. You can play up to nine mini games, of which the nine is set in a grid like tic tac toe or okay. knots and crosses. Yep. And you have to. So, for example, in year one, you have to make one line. So you have to be able to complete three mini games and successfully. Yeah. Um. But you'll do more than that. But it also, like for example, in year one, it'll set you up with maybe like two circles already, and you are trying to make. So it's almost like you could pretty much do complete and be successful at one mini game and make a diagonal line but you get to do all of the squares so in year one it'll it'll say right you play seven mini games and you could get them all correct and you could be really successful at all of them or you could maybe just get one and actually end up getting completely a line and be able to move up to year two it's a very weird sort of sort of macabre way to sort of like <laughs> graduate by completely yeah. just bored yeah. and then... just like it's just like making monkeys do very weird tasks to make them more evil I don't really understand yeah. the plan of Spectre <laughs> um, but yeah it is it is weird and it's almost like and then you do it through it it's like you are this is a party game so you have to play a party game of noughts and crosses to <laughs> move on in the game <laughs> I don't think I'm explaining this badly at all. Like, is in like <laughs> it sounds like I am, but I'm not. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. It's inane. Um, the right there is the ability to collect figurines while you're playing the games. I detest figurine collection in games. <laughs> I don't understand it. What am I collecting? Virtual figurines for to put in usually it's into like a museum in a menu or yeah. something like that like is in a virtual mantelpiece yeah, yeah i don't get it like why do games <laughs> do that like who like i guess this must be i guess maybe it's pre-trophy it was that yeah, yeah sort yeah. of you know you get your gold silver platinums and you could show them off to your friends like who's collecting figurines on an ape academy game on the PSP to show your mates like is in like just it's a fair question I don't get it like is in <laughs> but it's just like I and so it's not just this game obviously you can hear the, the ire I'm piling upon this any game that has figurine collected in it needs to get in the fucking sea and just have a think Please about Smash itself Bros. yeah but exactly yeah exactly I fucking love Smash Brothers and but I'm specifically thinking about Smash Brothers thinking what is the point in that fucking part of that game <laughs> Oh, drives me insane. Um, you get to pick a monkey. They can you know, have like nine monkeys. What they look like. I had to pick one that was wearing goggles because I cannot stand their eyes. 
in Ape Escape. That's not general monkeys. Ape Escape monkeys' eyes are so soulless. Did they look too human. <laughs> a lot of people say that about monkeys, don't they? Like, apes of kinds, don't they? They're like, oh, they can see they've got very human eyes. <laughs> yeah, but they, they don't have Sorry, very... Sorry, just slap some goggles on them be right. <laughs> they don't have very human hands or tails, though, do they? Like... <laughs> But yeah, it's just so weird. Like, isn't like, that the most soulless eyes in a game? I think an yeah. Ape Escape monkey. So I, I yeah. picked one specifically with sunglasses slash goggles on. Yeah, and that's pretty much the only customization you get in the game. Cool. Party games, um, fun, right? Very simplistic. So, for example, um, one is you you basically playing air hockey, but you you you're a monkey. You sit. You are your Bat? What is it? What is it with air hockey? What is it? A paddle? Paddle. Paddle. You are the monkey is the paddle and you move the paddle around and you hit the puck and then you score three points and you win. Or you lose. Uh and then there's also um things like you a hammer throw, like an Olympic hammer throw. You've got to get the angle right, you've got to tap the buttons to get up the speed and get the angle right and throw the hammer. Um what else is there? I'm trying to think of all the generic games that you could kind of think of from a party point of view. So there's like monkey boxing. Now that sounds okay. like, you know, something that like, you know, some weird porno channel. <laughs> no, but actually what it is, is that you just have one fist and it's like you have to use your left hand to give, to hit the other monkey. But you're constantly bouncing around the ring and you're trying, you, you're not running after the monkey, like as in the ring is just pushing you from rope to rope. And actually, it's really you've kind of got so it's more a timing thing. You've got to bring your monkey under control at the right time when the left side of your monkey is facing the other monkey. It's a lot harder than it sounds. I was say. And actually, the concept of it, you're like, oh, this is actually a little bit to think about because in the execution of it, the instructions that are given to you on each of these party games are just like left stick moves you like is in like you know like is in like this way but we're oh, not going to yeah. tell you how yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't it's like a is punch and b is whatever and then the, the game start getting a bit more obscure than that as well so it's like see so like and they're probably the the more fun ones but they're still very simple in their execution so uh, juggling like a monkey throws your monkey a ball and you've got to tap either i think it's like triangle or circle triangle is your left hand circle is your right hand so you tap triangle, it comes out your left hand, goes right. in the sky, yep. tap circle, triangle, circle, get into a rhythm, throws another ball in, triangle, circle, another ball in, triangle, circle, triangle, circle. And you're kind of like, you're juggling. Um, and the very first, the couple of times you do it, it's quite difficult. A lot of the games, yeah. I would say a lot of the party games, for as simple as they are in their execution, are quite difficult to do. Then you start getting to the ones like, your monkey has to present a rose to other monkeys that are coming past you in the street and you have to time it correctly to give them the rose. And the time and, and the time limit of the game is how long it takes for the day to go by, which is like <laughs> a minute or something like that. <coughs> You're there trying to give a rose to other monkeys. But <coughs> if you get in their way while they're on their commute, then that's bad too. Like, it's just like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, is it... How is that making them more evil? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I get where you're coming from. Like, what is Spectre's plan here? I don't. I don't really understand. Like, I'm trying to think of like other ones that are just so, just weird. Like, um, to give some yeah. kind of like Nobel speech. Or yeah, something. It's, it's like a skydiving one, which is pretty straightforward. You just have to fall like through some basically like sky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sky. Yeah, that's like, that's how they t- that's how they structure when you do it. You know, like, yeah. As in, you know, jump just out the plane fall. and fall through some sky. <laughs> Um, 
hope for the best. Yeah, and but you, yeah, I think you pick up monkeys as you go and stuff. And that was one of the times I got a collectible. I moved towards what I thought was a monkey, and it's like, oh, here's a trophy. And I'm like, oh, I don't want it. <laughs> you are pointless. This whole game is pointless. Um, but yeah, it just like so. I'd say it's quite lumpy in difficulty. I use that quite a lot. I think I'm just terrible at games because my every game is lumpy in difficulty. But for being a party game, yeah. uh, I'd say it's it's not super easy. That is in you know you you do you do kind of get that oh this is quite a difficult sort of thing considering you've given me one instruction which is move left or move right. The amount of the nearly all the games are just move left or right or mm. up or down. That you think they've got they have four. Five, six other buttons you could use. And it's like, no, no, just use the analog stick. We know please. what you're here for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Move your monkey around. And I got to school year four, and then I started to really struggle out of the yeah. seven. And I was like, wow, you know, and it could, I get the idea is to in, probably to encourage replayability because they're like, oh, you have to make a line. So mm-hmm. you have to get three games in a row that you're good at to be able to make that line before you can move up. So it's just like, just keep going back until you're better at it. Cheers. Like, I get that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to bag on it for that, really. But, yeah. Um, is this the most unnecessary game I've ever played? Uh, ever? Maybe not. It's in the bag of. It's definitely It's definitely in the FA Cup drawer of unnecessary games. That is in. I can imagine there is a man pulling little silver balls or polished balls out of a bag, and this would be in here. It would be Chesterfield versus... Ape Academy <laughs> in a fourth round replay for unnecessary games, uh, and yeah, so I'd say it, and it just it suffers in its execution compared to something like Mario Party, for mm. example. Like, and you, you could do with something like you know, like whereas Mario Party's got a lovely board, you play on a board, and you kind of do different things on there, and you know, you feel like you're in a board game on a yeah, Mario Party. Yeah. And this is just like, oh, play Noughts and Crosses, like is in on a tiny little screen and. But you're not actually playing Nautilus Across, you're just doing the mini-games. And the mini-games are just press one button, and the instructions are shit. Um, <laughs> you know, and I don't. I quite like Ape Escape as a, a universe, an Ape Escape-iverse. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's just not enough here to hold anything, <laughs> including the juggling balls. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say four out of ten. I, I had fun moments, but they were fleeting so much like the monkeys passing me by with the rose when I was trying to get them. So um, yeah, you know, uh, monkey games. I'm hoping you might have had more, more monkey joy, more, more monkey joy, more, more monkey, monkey see, joy. more monkey do. Uh, well, yeah, I'm eating my cake, sort of. So <laughs> I mean, Super Monkey Ball, right? Like. You control a monkey, you mm. tilt a, a little world for it to go through, and you aim to get to a goal, right? I, I, um, I, I is indeed one of the monkeys Captain. and other jokes. Um, so this is, I, I, I don't know what's going on with it. <laughs> um, it's a weird theme, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's funny that. Um, so like. This was given to me as a gift, right? From um, when I left a job, um, it was um, for a charity. We would go through the charity shops and we would put stuff on eBay. Mm. When I was leaving, um, the person I was working with had bought in some um, some old stuff, and amongst them was this um, Vita game, um, and it happened to be Super Monkey Ball. And I was like, "Oh yeah, shit! I used to play that on the GameCube back in the mm. day. I loved it to bits." Um, and she was like, "Oh well, just take it." 
then. My, my gift to you, leaving gift. <laughs> giving you um, a poison chalice. Um, <laughs> Just take it, somebody take it. Well, I, I took it, gladly, um, <laughs> and um, mucked, about with a, mucked about with it a little bit. And um, I thought, oh, yeah, like it, it looks good, right? Mm. You know, it, it definitely looks the part. It's got that kind of um, fun, like, old-school sort of Sega arcade mm. vibe, you know, like really saturated colours yeah. and, like, really good-looking, um, like, um, textures and models and the, the levels look the part and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I remember playing it and thinking like, oh yeah, like it, it, it really reminds me of, of the, the original GameCube game. Mm. Um, fast forward a few years and I've, I now have, um, a version of Super Monkey Ball on the PS2, yep. which is kind of like a <laughs> deluxe version of that one. Um, and it's up and down a Blitz is that one? Oh, that? Ooh, okay. that's a good question. Can't but that, remember. Is the most recent one Banana Blitz HD? I feel like that's the one they, get, yeah, they charge or, the most for on the Switch shop. Yeah, I think so, but I don't know if it's the same one or mm-hmm. if this was just like Super Monkey Ball Deluxe mm-hmm. on the, the PS2. Yeah. Um, but point is that rather than just you know dropping you into this abstract world in which you have a monkey in a ball and you are taking what is basically through a giant marble run. Um, It puts like a a story wrapper around it. There's cutscenes that make no fucking sense whatsoever. (laughs) I think the monkeys talk, from what I can remember, or or nearly talk, and it's all a bit weird, Mm. and it makes zero fucking sense and is completely unnecessary. Mm. However, compared to this game, having gone back to it more recently... It's like fucking Shakespeare. <laughs> like, it's so. <laughs> so at the start of this game, like, I think the monkeys can travel through time now. It's not appropriately or adequately explained. That's not so different from Abyss Game, where they do travel through time. No, but what is slightly concerning is that in the intro sequence, one of the monkeys seems to get shrunken down into a ball, but then they're controlling the board that their own ball and monkey is on. So okay. I, I don't know if they're meant to be like small robotic versions of themselves mm-hmm. or if there's some like honey I shrunk the kids kind of shenanigans going on. I don't know. No. I never noticed it before until I went back and was like, what the fuck is actually happening here? <laughs> um and you get into the menus and they're all like these kind of like almost like sleek space station type sci-fi vibes, which mm. is really fucking jarring because Everything else has been kind of jungly, you know, yeah. in Super Monkey Ball, yeah. uh, because monkeys, yeah. they don't yeah. live in space stations. No. Spoiler alert. Well, apart from that one that got sent to space, apart didn't from, it? Yeah. Apart that, from that, that feels like it's going to slip into that um, Ricky Gervais podcast where there's like this definite, <laughs> definite episode where Carl Pilkington's talking about the monkey controlling the space station <laughs> with a banana. It feels like this game. Like, it's, it, <laughs> it's, yeah. And you kind of realise very, very quickly that it's going to be weirdly restrictive because red flag number one always is there's no button controls for the menu. Mm. It's touchscreen only, which immediately makes me worry. Yeah. <laughs> like It always feels like it's like a, a mobile phone port or yeah. something like that. Um, so, okay, you, you, you go into it. And it, it does give you the option of, of actually controlling the game with the analog stick. Like you can select it as an option mm-hmm. from the touchscreen menu. You use the touchscreen yeah. to tell it to use the analog stick. Yeah. Or the, 
Like, what is the fucking point in that? Why can't I use the analog stick on the menu, you plum? I was waiting like, for you to blow up there. I was like, yeah, come on, just, tell, me, tell me how angry you are, please. It's baffling. And, like, you can use the gyro. Oh, right. As an alternative con- control method, but mm. fuck that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you get into the levels, and you're like, and I remembered why I had that feeling of deja vu when I played it before, and it was like, are these actually the same levels? Like, mm. and they've just reskinned them a little bit. And I had a quick check, and turns out there's entire wikis dedicated to <laughs> dissecting which Super Monkey Ball level ended up where. Um, and yeah, turns out quite a few of them are rehashed yeah. um, or at least like you know updated in some way fuck knows how um, but you know you, you go in and it's like this feels so dull mm. this this feels so boring like the original Super Monkey Ball was vibrant colourful uh, it was energetic yeah. um, and this like you go back into it and it's just it feels so fucking pedestrian um, and you know the you go through it, the difficulty, like you found with, with your one, like the difficulty spikes big time. Mm. Um, and, you know, suddenly you're having to pull off jumps and, and, you know, thread the eye of a needle and all that kind of stuff. Or The one that did for me and very nearly made me throw my Vita through a fucking window um, was trying to go up a pyramid where, like, the layers were, like, off-centre to each other and yeah. there were, like comically small steps that you couldn't get up mm. so you had to find where they like ran into each other enough that you could like guide this monkey I up. just had a super monkey ball sized ball land in my stomach there because I, I know what level yeah. you're talking about yeah. on this game like, all these games like they, they it was that point where it suddenly got like ludicrously difficult mm. and it was particularly pronounced with this because the control schemes just didn't feel like it was giving me the control I needed to do the thing. Yeah. Like, trying to do that with a a decent analog stick on a nice controller, yeah, sure, okay, fine, frustrating, but doable. Trying to do it on a PSV and nubbin. I think one of my, uh, yeah, my my note here is just, my nubbin wasn't sensitive enough. (laughs) Which, you know. So it's a low brow for this podcast. It's very low brow. Unbelievable. Um, also, the camera just wasn't happy at all. Like, it was, <laughs> like did you ask it? Yeah, I tried. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Don't shake me anymore, please, sir. <laughs> um, however, that brings me to another point. <laughs> mm. Weirdly, yep. bear with me. <laughs> so you've got all these levels that that feel very. Um, rehashed and reheated and and not particularly original okay fine it there is a level creation option okay yeah that was the noise i made um so you go into it and you have to take a picture Uh, uh, with with the ps feet camera you have to take a picture uh, so you you (laughs) of whatever you like um you take you take a picture and then you are instructed to shake the vita and then you kind of get this like tipping point and it, it it says something about like do you want to continue shaking or something like that i can't remember the exact phrasing but like the implication is that you could either stop now or carry on and i don't really know what the difference was i think maybe if you carry on the thing that it creates is more difficult or something like that yeah and the idea is you take the picture and then it creates a level based on the picture this sounds incredibly good it's a incredibly shit. Oh. So I took a... Like, <laughs> it's like a sad race car. Oh. oh. 
so I, I tried it a few different times. I tried a few different like shapes of things, bits around the room and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Basically, was there any guide to say what would work or what wouldn't no, work? No, no, no. Oh, okay. um, and what it did every single time was it kind of, it almost, I assume, took like kind of lights and darks in the picture mm. um, and then basically just used a tile set okay. to like put a level together. So it would always be very, very flat, very, mm. very square tiles. Um, and a lot of them would have like little bumps that were kind of the PlayStation symbols yeah. as obstacles. Right, and then okay. some things would move occasionally. I feel like this part of your game has been built by the monkeys in my game. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. It would explain a lot. Um, so, you know, you have options to like share them with friends and, you know, all this kind of stuff. You don't, mm. because it's Super Monkey Ball and it's on the PS Vita. Who the fuck is still yeah. playing this? <laughs> um, and it, it it feels like one of those things that if it had just given you, say, like, tools, you know, do it like the, the park creation stuff yeah. with Tony Hawk or something yeah. like that. You know, you can pop a half pipe here or pop a ramp there. Mm. Great. Like, that is a really good idea. Yeah. And it just wasn't. Like, it, yeah. I can see what they were trying to do, but it's a swing and a miss. Um, so then you, you're left with the, the mini games. Mm. Um, which again is a, a you know classic Super Monkey Ball. They would always be really fun party games. They'd be yeah. great for crowding well, we around the telly. Together. Yeah, Before yeah, we have like Monkey that, Target yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, these I have had fun with a monkey I, before. You have indeed. Yeah, no. Um, and so there are what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them, um, give or take. So like, there's more mini games in there than say, the first Monkey Ball, but I think nowadays it's, it's kind of par for the course. Mm. Um, so you've got Bingo, Bowling, Rodeo, Number Ball, Battle Billiards, Pixie Hunt, Love Maze, and Monkey Target, mm. right? So Monkey Target... All top 10 hits for the Banana Splits. <laughs> that, would be, uh, that would be fun, <laughs> if true. Um, so they are a mixed bag at best. Um, and the problem is that quite a few of them are like you get variants that you can do. Um, so, say Monkey Target is a good one where um, you would guide your monkey down a ramp, fling off the ramp, pop the ball open, use them like wings, and glide down to a target and, and aim for some different points. Yes. Right. So when we played it before on on the the we'll call it the deluxe version of Super Monkey Ball. Fuck knows if that's mm -hmm. what it's called on the PS2. But you would go through, you would have various rounds, wouldn't you? And the, the kind of target configuration yeah. would change yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. On this one, the targets always stay the same. Oh. The wind changes, mm. the wind speed changes, like it did on the, on the other one. Yeah. But the actual layout of the thing you're aiming at stays mm. the same unless you choose a different version of the game to start with, of which there are like three. Right, okay. So instantly, it yeah. feels more limited, yeah. you know, as, as a mode. Um, and it kind of carries through to on, the others. On a game like, that's at least 10 years younger, almost. A, is it a like, fair bit, least, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, you have things like um, the rodeo, where you have to use the, the rear touchpad to, like, jump your ball around to pick up bananas, and you can bash into each other, and it's kind of like a de demolition derby type thing, but yeah. really dull. <laughs> like really dull um, the battle billiards was kind of fun because you would instead of just normal billiards which was on one of the original monkey balls mm -hmm. this one you're, you're kind of just belting them at each other and yeah. trying to pick up a flag and knock each other into pockets that's it you have like three balls each there are four players that is as entertaining as it gets yeah um 
some of them are literally just like there are different numbers on different balls on the screen and you are pressing the touchpad to try and get the numbers in order mm. as more come onto the screen. Right, okay. It, like, it, it's... It, I, I, think, I was bored. Yeah. It committed the cardinal sin of video gaming. I was bored by this game. This... I feel like the, both of these games have reduced us to having absolutely nothing to say on a podcast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it just yeah, feels like they're like, just all like... This is, this is the thing, right? And like, I I did something I have never done, right? I part exchanged this partway through when I should have been playing it. Like, I just got rid. I was having a clear out, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. No, like, I'm just, I'm. I feel like I've seen everything. Like, yeah. and it just, yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. Like, I think, like, were it more entertaining? Mm-hmm. Sure. Were it less entertaining, I I would have something to talk about. Like, what is there? Like, it's not buggy. It works. It runs. Mm. It looks pretty enough. It's just dull. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give it a five, but that's on, like, technical prowess rather than actual gameplay. Like, find a GameCube and play one of the original ones. Like, go back to the start. Do Mm. not play this. Yeah. It is, like, bang average. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to think that, you know, we always talk about the scores and stuff and, you know, when we set out to never talk about the scores, but it's like, it, it, you know, the fact that you're saying it's bang average, it's, it's right in the middle, it's serviceable, but are you having fun? <laughs> That's the thing, like, the only reason I'm, I know I've just ragged on it for ages and then given it five, yeah. the reason I'm not giving it, say, like a four or a three is because I can imagine that if you had four people and four Vitas, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, I, I could see how some of these things would make sense. But, like, Pixie Hunt, where you're having to press things on the screen while pointing your camera at seemingly nothing. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, I don't understand what we're trying to do. It seems utterly pointless. Just another um, Vita thing or yeah. a PSP or even a Sony sort of thing. Where... We've got a feature. <laughs> yeah. Use it. So, I don't want to open this kind of worms right now, but it feels like Sony do... a bad job of making good use of their features like eye toys or all the yeah bells and whistles on a vita or even the playstation move dare i say i've never played it but the psvr i mean is that great i don't know that is in but i never hear anybody going i can't wait to get home and play my playstation vr or to have one but hats controllers oh yeah the weird controllers that freaked me out the PlayStation 4 thing (laughs) with the option share buttons and the weird fucking eye thing in the front of it whatever you want to call it I don't know the little feely bubbly thing I mean it just feels like with Sony they just make Sony it's like they're all just so tucked up in their own we have a feature or a new technology and and they just kind of I don't know as far as to butcher it but I don't think they make them the most of them really. It, it feels a little because I think you're absolutely right for one thing. Like it, it seems as though sometimes it's features for features' sakes. Like I can kind of understand, say with the I think this PS5 has the the um, triggers that mm. uh, uh, you know the resistance changes yeah. and stuff like. That. I can kind of see why that might be entertaining, um, but like it. You put it like the way you just did, and it feels like they look at Nintendo and are like, "Oh, they're always innovating. They're always yeah. coming up with cool stuff," and like. Innovative ways of using that's the tech. how they sell. <laughs> yeah, the why, why like, no, they probably that? sell it through good games and great yeah. brands. And like there was, I I can't remember where I read it. It might have been in the Retro Gamer 
handheld special or something mm. like that. Like there was some, something somewhere about how for a long time Nintendo's philosophy was like getting the most sort of use out of yeah. aging hardware yeah. and coming up with clever ways of using old kit. Yeah. It's like, well, if you can't do that, then there's no point slapping a camera on it and a touchpad because mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. the rest of it's not there. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think I think you've got a point. Um and yeah, like Super Monkey Ball is not a, a an inherently bad game. Mm. It is an inherently dull game without yeah. other people around. It's interesting that um I'm just thinking back to all the way back to episode two when I talked about Mercury and how I feel like I'd it sounds like I'd rather play that. And also from what I've played of Super Monkey Ball before, I think I'd rather play Mercury in terms of the moving the level around to move something around situation. Yeah. Um, but that's like that's not got exciting skins necessarily or anything like that. But it just feels like a more complete game than what I've played of Super Monkey Ball before. Um, and it sounds like this version certainly. Sorry, like, I don't want to yeah, slap, uh, slap like, the entire Super Monkey Ball with that. But but that that's that's why it's kind of a weird thing to try and describe because I think ultimately, like uh, older school Super Monkey Ball games mm. had a bit of charm to them, yeah. had a bit of character, and yeah. and weirdly, this feels like something's missing there. Like I I don't know. I don't know what it is, like whether it's the stage design and, and you know, the backdrops just weren't quite there or um, if, if it was in the, the sound design or the way it was controlling or something like that. But yeah. something is is off. It, feel, it feels off with it. Sounds like I needs to go to Ape Academy and get one of those little sirens on his head and just be like <laughs> falling with the computers of <laughs> their soulless eyes. So... Right, well, yeah, we don't have to say any more about that. What a yeah. shit pod. <laughs> yeah. Mediocrity has returned. Yeah, you don't have after to. After the dizzying highs. Don't, of... bo- don't bother listening to that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so we will be back next time uh, with more free play goodness and more. Excellent. Yeah, and more PSP, PSP. Next time, in fact, we'll be talking about some gaming collections, won't we? So we're looking at. EA Replay and Sega Mega Drive collections, and that'll be interesting to see how they got on on the... Yeah, I think it's all PSP. The, yeah, PSP yeah. stuff, so that'll be fun to look at that. Um, so yeah, cool. Anyway, thanks very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you soon.